0: You're listening to Leadership in Crisis.
1: Interruptions.
2: The future of business, reimagining twenty twenty one and beyond. The car of the future is electrified, autonomous, shared, and connected. The mobility of the future will be much easier, more flexible, and more individual for users. The car of the future will be used and shared on demand. And with the COVID-19, the innovation is at its peak to disrupt auto industry. I'm sure the persona of the car driver would be much different in future. So let us dive in to understand what the next normal for the auto industry is this is your host swami sri parambador and you are listening to leadership in crisis and we have invited a special guest mamta chamarty chief information officer from stellantis throughout her career mamta chamarty has made it her business to turn the conventional approach to technology on its head focusing on inspiring innovation Customer centric business transformation and striving for greater productivity. Appointed Chief Information Officer in April 2019, Chamarti oversees digital transformation initiatives, information technology, applications, and infrastructure for Stellantis in North America and Asia first. In this role, Chamarti is continuing her unconventional approach to technology as she leads the company's transformation from a traditional full-line automaker to a customer-centric mobility company. In addition to her role as CIO, Chamarti has cross-functional program leadership responsibility for connectivity and infotainment, ensuring the company develops, and delivers software solutions that exceed customer expectations often sought out for her unique perspectives on technology digital transformation diversity and leadership Chamarthi serves on multiple boards including the Champion X Public Board Health Alliance Plan of Michigan Gartner Research Board Enterprise 50 Michigan Council of Women in Technology Board and Midwest Technology Leaders Board and the list goes on and she also has named as Automotive News 100 Leading Women in North American Auto Industry, CIO of the Year of Michigan CIO, top 25 finalists for breakthrough leaders by CIO Magazine. And Sharmarty has many, many awards. So we really welcome you to Leadership in Crisis, Shamarti.
1: Thank you so much, Swami.
2: Yeah, it was, you know, pleasure to have you with uh, a stellar background and what you are really bringing to the table on this uh, podcast so that all my global listeners can learn something from you. So before we start, how do you envision the future of business in this crisis from, you know, how it was before COVID-19 and how it is going to be the new normal from your perspective?
1: I think there are some parts of the business that we, um, automotive business that remain unchanged even during the crisis. Um, uh, There are parts of the business that are completely different. So those parts of the business that remain unchanged are our manufacturing facilities and some of our engineering facilities where our people still have to go in. What's changed for them is every day before they go to work, they have to fill out the uh, COVID questionnaire,
0: oh, okay. um, and
1: then uh, b- before they step into the premises, they have to get their temperature checked. All of the, you know, the protocol that we have to follow to make sure our employees are kept safe. Um, as they're working together. And we use social distancing, we use all the precautions in the manufacturing floor or on the manufacturing floor. There is plexiglass shields that separate uh, from station to station. So we take all kinds of precautions. What's completely changed is um, in uh, North America, in the US, Mexico, uh, for example, all of our employees, many of our employees would come to work, physically come to work. Most of those employees say for example, 15,000 of our employees would come every day to work in our headquarters in Auburn Hills. Overnight, um, these employees started working from home. Overnight, seamlessly we were able to move them from working in a physical location to working remotely. Um, So some parts have changed, some parts have not changed. And something interesting that we have noticed is the demand for some of our vehicles has really gone off the roof Uh, gone up like you know for 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 example our trucks and our promaster which are commercial vans Mm -hmm. these have really increased in sales because the big box retail is doing well (laughs) we are getting a lot more packages delivered at home so this part of our business has definitely gone up. And shared mobility has taken a hit during the pandemic. Sure. So in general, we had an impact during the second quarter. We had the, the lowest point. But after the second quarter, we've had some really fantastic, phenomenal third quarter and fourth quarter um, a good business during these two quarters. Um, And I think a lot of people who use shared mobility and now we're afraid of getting into a a ride-hailing or a ride-sharing service have started buying their own cars. So business is doing really well for us.
2: That's good. So indirectly, your business is increasing because now people are more preferring to have their own personalized cars rather than sharing the cars.
1: Exactly, exactly. And even customers if you um, look at the change from a customer perspective our car business in our in our auto business as you know we prefer that you go to a dealership and but we also know for our customers somehow the dealership is a a point that is full of friction (laughs) and no one really is gets super excited there are a few people that get super excited to go to a dealership, but that whole dealership, um, you know, thing could be pretty stressful for a few. And many of our customers started shopping from home, um, you know, and test driving, you know, where they were requesting that test drive vehicles be delivered to their house, doing all of their transactions online, including buying the car and getting the car delivered to their home. So within about two weeks into the pandemic, we launched eShop, which is our capability for doing online retail in a very seamless way for our customers.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. So people can really buy a car from home experience the car from home that's fantastic i think uh, as you rightly said you know whenever anybody want to buy a car going to a dealership they always say oh my god i have to deal with the car salesman oh my god i have to now negotiate now the whole transformation is taken place so you are giving a very comfort of your home you can buy a car that's awesome so is it uh, already in place now people started buying from home now
1: Two weeks into the pandemic, uh, we launched this capability and our customers can uh, now shop any of our products right from the comfort of their homes. And not only that, recently uh, in partnership with Google, uh, we have launched an immersive experience for our products. So when you go to a dealership, the reason why customers like going to a dealership you can really get that smell of a new car you can really look at it look at different colors look at the interior and get a feel for the car absolutely and somehow when you shop online you don't get the same feel the physical feel for a car um there's something something really enticing about the new car smell So we have launched, in partnership with Google, a very immersive experience for our customers using um, uh, Google's cloud streaming technology and augmented reality. So for example, today you can go to Google Chrome and type in Jeep Wrangler PHEV, which is our plug-in hybrid vehicle. And then if you scroll, you get a 3D augmented reality model, and you can really pull it into wherever you are and look at it change the colors as you walk towards it you can observe the interior we're trying to bring the dealership to our customers homes and their garages and their driveways and wherever they are
2: wow that's awesome so i can really open by the car and get that feeling so you are using the augmented reality are you also doing any kind of a mixed reality as well or we are just stuck with augmented right now
1: no it is augment it's mixed reality
2: wow so you're combining both so that's awesome so i think we need to really try that so please share those links and we'll publish to the people because me and my son when we want to buy a car for him he was actually behind me to buy that jeep wrangler because they want to drive cool uh, thing on the you know when you go on to the um, mountains or in the beaches you know these wrangler cars are pretty cool so i will definitely give him to get the experience before he can go and buy so that's great absolutely
1: jeep wrangler is our flagship product as you know and we are very very proud and uh, i you always say that our brand jeep has reached the status of a noun, a verb, and even as an adjective to define a lifestyle. So we are very uh, emotionally connected and we are very, very proud of our brand. So here is a picture of a Jeep Wrangler that used augmented reality to bring it into my living room.
2: Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic. So I think now you're forcing me to go out and buy a new car today as soon as we are done with this. So it's exciting. Just
1: let me know so that I can also make sure that you get a good discount.
2: Oh, that's, that's even better. <laughs> that's even better. That's fantastic. So just uh, switching the gears as um, you know, with this COVID, Life has completely shattered, but everybody has come back. A lot of disruption has taken place. So from the your roles and responsibilities perspective, what were you doing before pre-COVID-19? I can't really say post-COVID because we are still going through the COVID, right? So even though we have the vaccine. So how do you see the difference, uh, you know, pre-COVID and now from your uh, roles and responsibilities?
1: So I think um, before COVID to during COVID, We started as a company looking at, as soon as we launched eShop, the online retail experience, we said, what are the other things that we can do to accelerate the digital transformation in our company? The example around augmented reality partnering with Google Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: it is every part of customers interaction with us we want to make it as great an emotional experience as they would have with our brands. Okay. (laughs) All the way from online shopping or discovering our vehicles to shopping for our vehicles and the ownership cycle. You know, how can we get the data from the connected car about the customer likes and deliver features and experiences for the customers at the speed of their expectations. So we use this crisis as a huge opportunity to fuel our digital transformation. So I think you would have seen that meme that who is really accelerating the digital transformation is it your chief digital officer or chief information officer and there is one option COVID 19. And of course, I think we can also say in our case, we did take COVID 19, this crisis, as um, something that we can do different. And before, even before the crisis, we had a digital steering committee Mm -hmm. made up of all of the business leaders, including me. And we used to meet once a month. Okay. And so, in a typical automotive business the value chain we are organized in our product development sales and marketing manufacturing um, and the back office functions we have our own functional uh, silos Mm -hmm. and we said customer centricity should become a dna across the value chain of our company that's
0: fantastic
1: And we started as a digital steering committee meeting, not on a monthly basis during the crisis, we started meeting on a weekly
2: basis. (laughs) Okay, so So that has really accelerated.
1: This is commitment from the top 20 leaders of the company to spend half hour to 45 minutes to an hour, depending on the topic, every week to shape the transformation of the company.
2: So, if it is not COVID, it would have taken a couple of years, and you have done in six months. What is the timeline? <laughs> I'll
1: give you just one example: with the whole e-shop, the retail experience that we launched in two weeks. Without the crisis, it would have taken us, I would say, a good year or so, to convince the dealers <laughs> that we need to launch. Instead of customers going to the dealerships, that they could also go online. Absolutely. and buy vehicles, they would not have liked it. But during the crisis, since the dealers dealerships were getting closed, that they did not have an option but to have customers go shop online.
2: That's fantastic. Sir, as you rightly said, technological advancement is there we can always make it happen but the change in the business and the user and the functionality and the teams is always difficult The change management and the COVID-19 has really given a, a, a complete acceleration to give you know do or die situation so I'm glad you really used it to uh, an advantage and giving a, a fantastic uh, information uh, so,
0: I think,
1: uh, also one other thing that I found it's not uh something digital there is partly digital and partly more a human-centered approach i would say during the crisis Uh, 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 partly digital was we were using 3d printing to print face shields okay so that we can distribute to our own employees and also in the community um, we, um, as you know, many of the automakers did it and we were at the forefront of switching to making masks.
2: Wow. Then no, actually I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I was going to ask because many of these manufacturing facilities, because we have this ventilator shortage, we had a lot of sub- certain shortages. So do you have any numbers or any metrics, how much time and how many you did anything you would like to share on the COVID side?
1: I think uh, I may not know the exact number um, of uh, masks. A Pretty large number of masks. And uh, we have donated masks in almost all of the communities that we operate our facilities in. Not just to our employees, but broadly to um, uh, most of the communities. And not only that, we have uh, donated uh, more than a million meals. Okay. And if you look at, you know, sh- the schools were shut down. For mm-hmm. many of the children, um, schools are their only source of
0: meal meals. in a day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so
1: we um, have reached out to the communities that, again, we operate in to donate meals to those hungry kids. So I'm very, very proud of the pivots that we had made as a company not just the digital pivots but the human-centric and community-centric pivots it's beyond customer-centric
2: no i think uh, it's a very much you know not only saying the philanthropic act but you guys have really shown a courageous leadership to enable the human-centric approach at the right time because this is a crucial time and everybody has to rise to the occasion, but then you guys have proved it and you did it, so that's fantastic. And um, in this whole crisis, as you said, you know there is a lot of innovation you are bringing in. A lot of the teams are coming in. So how did you really? Uh, what measures and metrics you took care of to motivate the teams? Because you know there was so much. Uh, as soon as we hear, you know, like you know, from my company. Uh, we also made everything to within overnight because we are especially an IT company. So we did so many different things, but motivation and bringing these people every day to the work is very, very critical. And especially now in the disruption, a lot of the people are working from home and other locations. So what were the, some of the things which worked for you to motivate the people?
1: Swami, so mean, just as a clarification on the masks um, F- FCA, which is the former uh, Fiat Chrysler, um, has donated 1 million face masks per month between wow. April, April and December, providing more than 9.4 million masks across North America. Wow,
0: that's, that's nations, so uh,
1: We made them to local country, uh, county, and state governments and charitable organizations um, including about close to a million masks to more than 50 indigenous communities across the United States.
2: Wow, that's, that's commendable. Million masks per month. Oh my God. And then you did it from April to December. So it's a quite a continuous effort you have done. So it's a very, very commendable. I'm so proud to hear that. So thank you. And I'm sure you are so proud to be part of this uh, organization.
1: <laughs> I'm very, very proud of our very purpose-driven, purpose-centric, not just customer, not just profit, but we are, in, we are in this business for the long run. We've been in this business for more than a hundred years and we will continue to uh, succeed and thrive for hundred or more years. And we want to make sure we take care of the communities that we participate in. So that's why I think we provided close to 15 million meals
2: Wow! Wow! The numbers are really speaking so volume, and I can really see how much committed you are. And you touched on a very key point, right? Before COVID, all what we are working as a technology leaders or a business leaders is to see how and what we can give back to stakeholders. But now that whole stakeholder gamut has completely changed, and now it is all about the human centric, the empathy, the vulnerability. All those are coming into the leadership. So I'm glad you guys are doing. So thank you for giving and correcting me with the numbers. I'm so glad that, you know, I, I feel so happy to be part talking to you, thinking about it, you know, at least indirectly now I'm part of it.
1: No, thank you so much for, you know, this is such an humbling uh, experience um, that some of us sitting in the comfort of the home may not realize many of the people losing jobs and uh, many of these folks that uh, don't even cannot afford a square meal a day. Um, We can't even fathom uh, the experience of some of those people. So anything that we can do today to reach out to the communities and help them, I think uh, we all um, could do our share of it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm also president of a nonprofit organization called VT Seva, which is volunteering together for service, Seva is service. And we do that and we run especially... Uh, we have a a charitable school for blind uh, children Mm -hmm. and it is Mm -hmm. for underprivileged and it is completely free. And with this pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, all the donations and all you know diverted. So it was very, very tough situation to take care of those people. But you know companies like yours are coming forward to take care of these things is really commendable. So thank you for sharing that information.
1: I think, uh, and also in addition to this crisis in the US especially, we had a layer of crisis, right? With the George Floyd incident. Yes, (laughs) Oh, yes, <laughs> and uh, and where we renewed and strengthened our commitment to diversity and inclusion, we have a number of business resource groups um, at the uh, Stellantis, um, ranging all the way from Women's Alliance to um, African American Ancestry Group. Um, so we have several Asian uh, Asians connected together. So I'm part of an executive sponsor of the Asians Connected Together BRG group at Stellantis. So I think we are doing um, our share also to strengthen the diversity and inclusion. And it's not just because it's something that uh, we need to do, but we know that it contributes to the richness of innovation that you talked about.
2: Absolutely. absolutely. When you
1: have diversity of thoughts and ethnic diversity.
2: Absolutely. No, I think... uh, you're already ahead of the game. I was going to ask you you know, how that culture matters <laughs> to you because when you are doing already this, and this is not only a buzzword because what I'm seeing, I've been talking to the CXO leaders across the globe, and now not people just talking about this diversity, inclusion, and equity, but it has become a part of their KRA. You know, if as a CXO leader, you have to produce something which should be enabled, And innovation is absolutely right, because the diversity from the different gender, different age group, different ethnicity, different uh, uh, ideas, so a lot of things. I'm glad you're doing. So what are the initiatives? So you have like different things you take care of as a diversity, anything you can expand on, on the diversity, equity, and inclusion?
1: So, for example, we sponsor many, um, uh, you know, external events like the um, Automotive Alliance, the women's event.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and internally, what we do is every BRG group gets resources to run their own events. And one of our uh, BRG group, uh, Working Parents Network, um, came up with an idea of uh, extending uh, the family leave. mm mm-hmm. So during this pandemic, that is another initiative that we had uh, implemented and we've also um, uh, created paternal leave. uh, So I think these were some of the things to show support for working women, because as you know, there is a Conferi article out there that women are taking a disproportionate burden um, especially working mothers with little children are taking a disproportionate burden at home, mm-hmm. balancing work as well as balancing the kids, p- kids that are doing schooling from home. So we are trying to see how we can create a, a supportive network and support system around these women, so they do not exit our workforce.
2: Ah, wow, but that's very, very encouraging for people to join. I think uh, now. I'm sure after this podcast many people would be applying to Stellantis because you have such wonderful uh, ideology, not only just saying but you have implemented some of those things, so this looks like a very good so that leads to. uh,
1: Talking about jobs, I want to stop you right there talking about jobs, we have good um, good hundreds of jobs available. Um, in the connected vehicle world, in the connectivity, infotainment, and the radio world. So if you're looking for a job, please go ahead to our careers website and do apply. Um, and we would love to have people that are aligned with our purpose to be customer centric, community centric, to be part of our team.
2: Excellent. Now, thank you. Sam. So I think you are always ahead of what I'm going to ask you. So I'm going to ask <laughs> you about that you already told, so which is very good because this is fantastic, you know, people are looking for a job. So one of the things as I see as a technology, I'm also sitting on a board of directors for a couple of companies which are doing a frictionless recruiting, right? And uh, uh, to do de-bias in this diversity and inclusion in uh, especially in hiring. So do you use any of the technologies which are connected with uh, AI or anything in that sort right now today?
1: We are looking at them, we have not not yet implemented um, those kind of tools in the uh, hiring and the talent acquisition area. Okay. But we started looking at them as soon as we opened um, hiring again.
0: Okay, (laughs) okay, sure. uh,
1: So we want to be a customer centric software company um, in the sustainable mobility business.
2: I think you are very clear on the vision.
1: (laughs) that That is our vision. And we know that the talent that we want to hire, um, you know, we want talent that are also aligned with this vision and want to come and build and shape our company for the future.
2: Excellent, excellent, very good. So, just going back one step backwards on your statement, you know, you are talking more about this connected vehicle. So, how are these connected vehicles, sorry, you know, uh, changing the world, or what are the different things you are using in this connected world? Is it more on the entertainment, or how is it helping? Anything you can touch on the connected world vehicles?
1: Okay. Um, so, today's customer, when they look at a connected vehicle, their expectations for a connected vehicle come from their smartphone. Yes. So that's the connected device that is an integral part of their lifestyle today. Mm -hmm. And this connected device, the smartphone gets updates every day. So, and it gets new apps every day new features every day, it's learning about me every day, it's learning about them every day, and then continuously delivering value, even after a device is bought.
0: Great, great. So,
1: And then now let's take a parallel to the connected car world. Okay. What car world? So a customer goes to a dealership and buys a car, And when the car leaves the dealer's parking lot, the first thought that goes in the customer's mind is my car has depreciated in value.
2: (laughs) That's absolutely correct.
1: You know, because as soon as, you know, then you start having that buyer's remorse, right? What did I do? You know, my car's already uh, lower. So we are trying to change that um, paradigm. And in the connected vehicle world, as the car leaves the dealer lot, that's when the exciting journey of the customer starts with us. Hmm. So we would like to get them daily updates to the car. That's our aspiration. That's, when, that's why I said we want to be a software company. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh... Centric software company. Uh, I don't. Building um, sustainable uh, mobility products. So, the we want to understand. We've um, launched an initiative called the Customer Data Platform, where mm-hmm. we collect billions of data points around the customer, including the connected vehicle. So, if a customer has had um, a fantastic experience, service experience with the dealership. And you know, if they if they're being very loyal to us, the offer, and we know that they're now again in the market for an additional vehicle or their lease is coming up coming to an end and they're looking to renew their lease or getting get into a new lease, we have now personalized offers. Oh basically. personalized private offers based on their engagement score, customer's engagement score, their preferences. And we are almost following the retail model. So in the retail model, uh, the Macy's or Saks, they know exactly when to text me because they know that if they send me a text in the afternoon, they know for sure that I'm going to open it versus an email. True. And so we are trying to get closer to that kind of a retail model of customer engagement and mass personalization at scale or personalization at scale using the customer data platform. So for every customer that we have, we are creating a golden record for the customer from billions of data points that we are collecting about them and their experience, where are they in this life cycle journey with us? Are they just looking uh, for cars and they're shopping? They're trying to understand what products are out there. Is that the stage they're in? Or is this a fifth Jeep that they have bought from us? And they are a very loyal, they're a Jeep Wave customer of ours. And if they're a Jeep Wave customer and they have not used the three free oil changes. Through the CDP, we do a campaign to send them a message saying, hey, by the way, we notice that your car is due for an oil change and you have a free oil change, by the way, that you have not used it. Do you want to go to your preferred dealer down the road and can we book an appointment for you? So making it really as easy as possible for the customer so that they think that when they leave the dealer parking lot, they're not thinking my car has depreciated in value, but they start thinking my exciting journey with my Jeep or with my Dodge or with my Ram is starting today.
2: Wow. So you almost give, you know, as people think when they go to buy a pet dog, they never say it's a dog, they give a name and they bring, make it as a, hey, it's a family member. And almost you're making your car as your family member, giving all the information. And I'm sure, I think uh, you're fascinating me to go and buy a G because you know I, I have my cars, I never get this kind of services. So I lapsed a couple of times my free oil changes. They say, hey, no, you, know, you have to use it. But I think this uh, golden data points, what you're talking is good. And then I think the vision, what you're saying is, transforming this into a sustainable software company than the automobile industry. I think it's it's fantastic. So I'm really looking forward. So you are already in the journey. So when are you expecting all those things to come in?
1: So in the next three years, we will see a transformative change.
2: I, I, I a transformative
1: see change in the way our customers will experience. Already our brands, they have a cult-like following.
2: I'm sure it is.
1: Jeep has a cult-like following. Dodge has a cult-like following. And they are, these brands are known as, you know, Jeep, even in India, when when, uh, people refer to an SUV, they call it a Jeep. Jeep. (laughs) Um, So there's already such great following and name recognition for our brands throughout the world. And I think with this, we will deepen that emotional experience with the connected vehicle and everything that we're working on. We're going to deepen that customer's experience with our brands. So Jeep's adventure continues with the connected vehicle.
2: Wow, I I can see a glow in your eyes when you're (laughs) talking about this, you know, that shows the passion. So I'm I'm so happy to see the way how you are thinking, and you're changing the, you know, understanding more about the customer and giving a, a customized package to them. It is definitely, we are looking forward to it. So just to changing a little bit of the gear. So in this whole journey of transformation, obviously now when we talk about this automobile industry, if you talk about compared with the climate control, there is always the high you know, gas emissions are there. You know, we have to reduce the carbon dioxide emissions. We have to go move towards the electric vehicles more. So in this whole process, uh, I know Stellantis is a new uh, umbrella you are coming, but anything you can share how you, this organization is uh, converting or transforming towards going into electric mobility or autonomous vehicles and also giving less or helping the climate control.
1: So when you look at, you started this whole podcast, talking about the macro trends that are disrupting the automotive industry, um, autonomous driving, electrification, shared mobility and connectivity. Connectivity is an enabler for all of the trends. Um, It's the foundational enabler. Um, But when you look at autonomous driving, today 1.2 million people get killed in car crashes. There are 1.2 million people that don't go home. Oh my God. So autonomous drive, when you look at why things happen, 95% of the car crashes are because of a human error. Hmm. And the technologies that we are trying to bring in the car with level two and level three, um, advanced driver assist is what we call them, is to augment the human intelligence. It doesn't completely replace the driver. The driver continues to be there, but we are augmenting their intelligence, giving them alerts. So if we notice that their hands are not properly on the steering wheel, that you get an alert saying, are you distracted?
0: True.
1: You know, so, you know, the, the, so that, you know, the alert is in such a way that it is, uh, it, there is a vibration of the steering wheel, um, so there is a, an audible or a tangible, something that you can feel so that you are immediately, um, you immediately start focusing. So those are all technologies that augment. And in case that, you know, you feel that the driver continues to be distracted and um, you're, the car is going to get into a crash, there is the automated emergency braking, <laughs> which is also part of the advanced driver assist system. This is helping. So it's it, the braking happens before the car is hitting, colliding with the other car.
2: Okay. That's so really, these technologies,
1: yeah, reduce the number of accidents. Sorry, you were about to say something.
2: I, I'm saying it really slams the brake with uh, the innovation. So that, that's good to know.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I think, um, What's more interesting with autonomous driving is that a lot of disruptive innovation sits at the intersection of auto industry with other industries like healthcare, like even first responders. If we can only give the data before a medical incident happens to either the passenger or the driver, to first responders, and they have the data before they hit, or come close to your car, then they're more prepared to hit the ground running. Even their really valuable minutes, if not seconds could be saved. And that could save a person's life.
0: Absolutely. It
1: could seem like cool, disruptive innovation, but beyond the coolness factor, it's about saving lives. Then it's the same thing about electrification. What's, what is, what was interesting for me during the pandemic, I got so many pictures from New Delhi Mm -hmm. and other places in India where the air was really clear, Um, you know, mountains, all, you know, people are saying I could see the Himalayas from wherever I am because the air is so clear. That's a pretty good indication that transportation contributes to a lot of pollution Okay. And, and we uh, have, all of us want to make this planet sustainable beyond our generation. And it's a commitment. It's a serious commitment from Stellantis. We already have 29 electric vehicles in the market. And by the end of 2021, we will have 39 electrified vehicles. These are plug-in hybrids to full battery electric vehicle.
2: Excellent. I I, I think you, I know why the organization you are really driving with a purpose and the way how you have explained and gave the details and why you are innovating to, you know, support the driver and saving the lives. I'm commendable that, you know, I think the way how you guys have really planned and vision. And uh, good to see that, you know, you're all contributing towards the sustainable growth and having this electric vehicle. So it's uh, really fantastic to hear a lot about uh, your journey and uh, the Stellantis journey of all the varieties in terms of not only bringing a customer persona, but we are human centric and also bringing these philanthropic acts and taking care when it is really needed for the world. So thank you so much. So any last words on your charismatic and transformative leaders, what people can really learn. I mean, your journey is really good from all angles with a purpose driven. So I would like to hear the last few words before we close the session.
1: I think uh, the last few words that I would say is um, inspired employees de- uh, delight customers. So ah. you need to take care of the hearts in the company first. Um, And then customer centricity will automatically happen because the employees are so inspired to work for you. I'll give you an example of our inspired employees. Um, During this pandemic, we knew that engaging with our employees was was becoming a bit difficult, even though we were communicating, we were doing town halls on a frequent basis. We thought it would be really good to do um, a shark tank kind of an event for for our employees. Mm-hmm. And we thought we knew that our employees had brilliant ideas when it came to connected services, what we can do, uh, better things that we could do for our customers. So we asked our employees to submit their ideas in the connected car space. We received 500 ideas within two weeks. Wow. And after going through all of those 500, we selected 14 ideas to present to the sharks to our executives (laughs) and out of the 14 ideas, three were selected. Wow. And one of those ideas is very close to my heart. It's called Know and Go. It really eliminates the need to pull out the owner's manual from the glove box. Mm -hmm. So it's a a mobile app based on again, augmented reality. You download the app, you go into our uh, RAM TRX, that's the product we launched it with using the app, using the camera in the app. So you can point to any of the feature and it gives you complete information, including some of the videos on how to use the feature. And on top of it, um, if you have not used, sometimes we buy a car or we buy a product, but we don't know if you're using all of the features in the product or not. Absolutely. So if you have any undiscovered features, it sends you alerts saying, Swami, did you really try this feature in the TRX? It's oh. an awesome feature. And here is some more information for you to try this feature the next time. So it gives you very friendly alerts. And you had, I was talking to you about uh, diversity and inclusion in our company. Mm-hmm. It was two women employees in our company that came up with um, this idea. And I'm very proud of them because empathy for customers is really, I feel a superpower for women. <laughs> and these two women uh, employees came up with this brilliant idea and in three months, in three months, we were able to bring this idea to market. They led it. We provided the support to them. We invested in their idea. And in three months we brought it to market with our product, uh, the Ram TRX.
2: It's a so commendable story. I mean, wow, wow. And mean, first of all, having an idea and uh, I think uh, you really said you have to think from the heart to your employees and you are giving that information and you're already not only just the sake of saying but you have implemented walk the talk and made it happen. And I'm sure those two young ladies would have been really on the top of the hill and that you know their idea has been not only approved, but also been given in charge to lead the team and make it realize. So it's fantastic. And the feature, I think uh, it is definitely very, very informative and uh, important because you know most of the times, depending upon what is you really like it, sometimes you really think you know everything, but you may not be using all the features of the product is absolutely right. So I think I need to probably buy now the TRX now. <laughs> now I'm thinking no, I don't. what do I have to buy. <laughs>
1: I think you have uh, quite a wide range of choices with our company. So please let me know what uh, product you would like to buy. Absolutely. And Mimi, Mimi Gayan and Carolina um, are the two women employees that led this initiative. And mm-hmm. kudos to them for thinking about it, um, pitching it to us, and then really being so passionate that on top of their full-time job, they worked on leading this and bringing it to the market. So I'm very, very proud of them.
2: Wow, well, it's commendable. I'm really so good. I think uh, it was, you know, because of the time I have to end the show, but I think it looks like we can still on and on with the fantastic <laughs> stories what your employees are doing at Stellantis. They are really a stellar community with a passion driven so thank you so much for giving a, a, a motivational, inspirational, not only from you as a person, but also from the organization and from all your team. So thank you so much for giving a valuable inputs and how this auto industry is going to be three years from your eyes and from Stellantis eyes. we are looking forward to it. And I think it's a great discussion we had. So thank you so much for your valuable time, Mamta.
1: Absolutely. Stellantis means a galaxy of stars and our brands and our employees are stars of Stellantis. So thank you so much, Swami. It's very humbling to
2: be talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll see you later.